Let's see. Welcome, everybody, to the Culture Shock Podcast mm-hmm. Sports Edition. Today, we're going to be uh, reviewing week five, previewing week six, and today's special edition NBA preview show. It's me, NBA your boy, Pat and my co-host, Dylan Moo. Yes, and sir. we're here to really give you a great show, a fun show. I, I think it's going to be a lot of laughters on this show because I got I got a couple surprises in, in my sleep. But uh, <laughs> let's start off right away with uh, the NFL. Um, we'll start off with the Thursday night from last week. Um, Broncos and Colts, the battle of the shitbags. Um, Gotta get rid of Thursday night games, man. I said that. Uh, yeah, I don't think players like it. I don't that think it's terrible. Yeah, I don't think you coaches got like Bears and Washington like. next. Mm-hmm. And you got and you got great great commentators doing the game. That's just uh, that's that spoils <laughs> everything. <laughs> How you got one of the best commentators calling these bullshit ass games? It's just it's, they I mean, a week. He's not mad. He's making all that money. Um. I mean, it's not really much to say here. Colts twelve, Broncos nine. So we could really move on. Um, yeah, go right to the Tampa Atlanta game. Tampa Atlanta game wasn't too crazy until uh, one moment, and uh, I think we're gonna have the moment put up on the screen. But one moment with Tom Brady dropping back on a third and eleven, and he gets yeah, sacked. And uh, move, what did move? What did you think about the uh, roughing the passer call? <laughs> I think if uh, if anything, history is going to tell you that Tom Brady is going to get the calls that we've never, ever seen, ever. Wow. And this dates back to the tuck rule. So um, am I surprised still? I think every single time I see you, I'm still surprised. I just can't believe that when you see that, you're like, wow, rougher the passer. And then I've seen clips on Twitter where people showed old plays. and Tom Brady getting slammed from back even, in the day. Man, he's not even getting remotely close to what happened this weekend. There's no flag, so. I disagree. I think that that was probably one of the worst calls I've seen since I've been watching football. But do you think it's an overreaction because you know you had the Tua Tug of Viola thing where you know he hit his head? It's a bad and, call. He didn't hit his head. You think it's a bad call? Bad call. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I know a, he no, no, no. What, what I'm saying call, is, but what, I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I know he didn't hit his head, right? But the same type of whip that that uh, the guy did on the Falcons was done to Tom Brady. I'm not saying obviously it's the same play. I'm not saying it's the same outcome. But I feel right. like now they're starting to call it too tight because of scrutiny. I think you give it a couple weeks and it goes back to normal. But uh, I know I know when it happened, it was first Tom Brady. They actually called it, um, I think, what was it, uh, on Chris Jones on Monday Night Football. They yeah. called it against Carr. So I, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction from the refs, probably calling the game I, a little too crazy. I definitely think it is because it, it, it it's almost like an anticipation call. Like when you see something starting to happen that – could be over excessive. You just kind of throw the right. fact. Well, he definitely didn't hit his head, or even on the ones I've seen on Twitter and other replays, he didn't even get hit in the head. He got hit in the shoulder both times. So I don't yeah, and, understand. It's and, it's, and it's crucial. It's a crucial play because Atlanta gets the ball. Atlanta and, had that momentum, right? They yeah, were just right. building up momentum the whole time. So you got to kind of, hopefully, in good football spirit, give them a chance to win. But like Tom Brady said, he don't throw flags at those tablets. He so just complained. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not complaining. Three and nah, two. Three and two, we on to Pittsburgh. But, uh, anyway. three and three and two. but anyways, I want to get to Pittsburgh. We didn't get to speak about this last week. So I want to speak on Pittsburgh in a certain way. So, Moo, just give me a second, okay? Moo, you start giving your, uh, your, your analysis of Pittsburgh Jets. And uh, you could go into the Bills. I'll be right back. You give that analysis. I, I got to do something. All right? So go ahead. Uh, there's um, really no such thing as an analysis. I think uh, everything is all about Steelers. If you look at um, our quarterback situation. 
<laughs> so, so I wanted a special shout out for you. Nah, man. <laughs> I want to give a special shout out. If you read it, it says "Still the Moon." We lost to the Jets. <laughs> I think it's one of those type of seasons, boy. I just want to tell you, paper. <laughs> No, I think if, if we get to like one, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. If we get to like one and nine or something like that, I might have right. to just start wearing like a Steelers bag on my head or something. Yeah, but that, that's I'm disappointed in Mike Tomlin, man. I'm disappointed. You think it's Mike Tomlin's fault? Yeah, I think you start KP from the start, or after we have ten days off, we have a Thursday night game, and then we don't play till next Sunday. And then you start him. That's ten days off. Right, like you don't start him at halftime. You don't start him at the third. Like, come on, man. But, so you, so you think it's it's, it's fair to say? You nah, season over, man. Free pick. The only thing that no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think it'd be that bad. Um, <laughs> I think you automatically put Detroit and Houston, um, right there, and then we'll be towards the end of the season. You'll see uh teams start to uh go back down to life, like the Giants and shit like that. So we'll be a seven win team, easy to me, but. The hardest part about this is, as a uh, fan, you know, do you take that as a good thing, as a positive thing? Because I've never seen us get a top pick ever. And right. I've been a Steelers and what's fan your for views on Kenny Pickett so far? Because I feel like he's just thrown into it. Uh, I think he's good money. I think that's what you need right now. You need somebody that gives you some hope. And I think when you see Mr. Benchies, Mitchell uh, Trubisky play, you didn't have any hope. Right. I think that's the difference. You see players fighting for him. You see him fighting for himself, standing up for himself. Yeah, they that's try to what... break his leg. <laughs> I've seen that play. They try to freaking break your leg. But that's what Steeler Gang is about. And I don't I don't like that we um that Mike Tomlin on his record that he has zero coaches fired during season. Right. Um I think he's a great coach. Obviously he has a great record, percentage, all that stuff, but he gotta fire Matt Canada. I think we that thought I'm it was have Big this. Man. We thought it was this, that. It's just everything changed. The only thing that remains the same is Canada got fired. Right. I think I'm gonna have this paper bag delivered to your house. So after no, the show, I'm not gonna I, lie. I might rock with that a little bit. That's kind of <laughs> and the address. I did it myself. One, you know, one's bigger than the other. Shit, all fucked up. Nah, I might wear something like that if we continue to be <laughs> terrible. Because this shit's kind of hot. I ain't gonna lie. So we are gonna move on to the to the Giants and Packers. Jets. Giants and Packers. What do you think about the Giants beating the Packers and Aaron Rodgers? Um, I think that's just. I don't want to say. Aaron Rodgers, um, I don't want to say anything about ego or pride and ego, but I think so. I think when you have a quarterback, that's pride and ego. When it comes down to the end of the game, you got to keep the ball in his hands. But if you look at uh, Packers running backs, they easily have the best two um, dynamic duos, split carry backs in the league. So they average over six yards a carry. I think, you you know, to me, that's a no-brainer. You give them the ball. So I'm not really sure what uh, the Packers – Coaching is up to, but I understand when you have Tom Brady and Rodgers, uh, you leaving in their hands for the most part. Right. It's almost yeah. like a Russell Wilson Super Bowl situation. You know, you right. got a quarterback that you pay all that money with him to be the franchise. You want to make it look good. And I think that's uh, kind of what happened right there. But to me, you give it to Aaron Jones. You give it to A.J. Dillon. Well, you let them just carry it away. Yeah. Even if Aaron Rodgers has to manage for a little bit and get it, all his receivers healthy, uh, get some chemistry. But uh, no excuses. I think the Packers just got to win that game. Yeah, they, they do. Fell I, apart at the end. I don't even think they scored in the second half. 
all Giants fans who are watching this that wind up watching this, please um don't get it twisted. That four and one record is some bullshit. Um, y'all not as good as y'all record says. I'm not gonna hate and say y'all didn't deserve some of those wins because y'all did. Y'all played your hearts out, but that's y'all playing your hearts out and getting the worst of, the, of all these not all these teams. I shouldn't say all that. That that would be me hating, but I will say this: y'all gonna come down to earth real soon, real quick. The the Giants, the Giants, nah, don't they, they playing good. The Giants are but playing good. Coming, yeah, exactly. And I, I think I, I think that and I agree with what you're saying. You're starting to see Giant fans getting crazy, but I'm telling you right now, the way they're playing, it's not going not going like right. especially the offense. The way the offense is running with Daniel Jones running and doing all these bootlegs is cool, but eventually that gets I, figured out, and you got to throw the like ball. You, I feel like you want that to happen though. When when New York sports is good, you know, it's oh, worth yeah, going to see. Like if the Steelers ever played the Giants, it would be worth going to see. Now the Giants are starting to build, right? Uh, you know, some kind of old mid two thousand kind of stature where they might be a playoff team. But I don't. It's, it's hard to believe in NFC East teams. I don't right. know. No matter how good the Cowboys seem or the Giants seem yeah. or Philly seems, they're just a one and done playoff team, right? So. Talking about a team that started off slow but's picking it up a little bit, the New England Patriots taking care you think of the Lions. Picking it up? I think they're picking it up. I think my boy Zappy, little Zapparo over there, twenty nine to zero. Shout out golf. I think uh, Belichick has golf's number. I think golf put up three points the last time in the Super Bowl against them. So I, I would like to say that golf is uh, owned by uh, Bill Belichick. Um, I also think that we have to give some credit to Sean McVay because even when the trade was made, I was kind of like, man, this is an even swap, swap for a swap. I think so. Really? Yeah, at first. Yeah, I thought Matt Stafford yeah. and Golf were just, you know, uh, just another guy as a quarterback. But obviously I was wrong. So uh-huh. um, I think that foresight is incredible because you're not wasting two or three more years on Golf. And obviously you won the Super Bowl during that time. So right. I think Golf is – uh. Uh, what we see, I think McVay exactly. probably made him a little better or um, prolonged, uh, probably helped him get another contract, things of that nature. But huh? man, I don't think he's as good. I would love him on the Steelers, but I don't think he's as good as I thought he was. So let's do some rundowns and some quick games that we saw that were fun, but just back and forth. Seahawks and Saints. Saints win that game. Back and forth game. Uh, that's another, a fun man. Gino is fun. fun. Yeah, Gino. Gino's just out there slinging. I mean, he really has nothing to lose. I have to pick him up on my fantasy. Same thing with the Bears and Vikings. It was, it was, it was like a boring game, but the Bears came back and made it a game until my boy wanted to catch it, juke somebody instead of running out of bounds to, you know, stop the time. He he fucking gets stripped. They take it out of his hands and, and the game's over. I was like, man, that's a new age football. We watched yeah. that a few weeks ago with the Browns, where, uh. One of the running backs, I can't Chubb, remember. Chubb, Chubb. Yeah, yeah, just get, yeah, like, just get yeah. that, like, simple, um, you know, football IQ is just being lost. So exactly. And, to be too cool. and again, Chargers, Chargers, Browns, Chargers, Browns, Browns have a chance to win with a field goal and they miss it. Chargers and Browns, that game was. Hey, I told you, man, I'm, I don't worry about the, I don't care who the Browns get. They can have Tom Brady. The Browns just going to be the Browns, <laughs> man. That's just. They only team in the lead. That's that, how dude. it is, man. <laughs> Now, Titans, Commanders, uh, not really much to speak of there. 21-17, Titans, I, I think we both assumed that they would win. Um, yeah, I think that's also a turnaround game for them as well. Right. Um, watch. I promise you. What do you think about Rivera blaming everything on uh, Wentz? I think it's good to put pressure on your quarterback when you look around in that division and all the quarterbacks are mediocre. I mean, none of those quarterbacks are top 10 quarterbacks. Excuse mm-hmm. me. 
So I think it's good to put that kind of pressure on your quarterback when he could be, you know, a middle of the pack quarterback and we could be a great team just like the other team. So I think it's good. The hardest right. part about that is he's always been that kind of coach. Uh, he said things about Cam Newton and that's his quarterback for a yeah. decade. And he's a defensive so, coordinator. The defensive yeah, coordinator. I don't really like how he moves, but when mm -hmm. you look at that division, it's like, come on, man. Somebody mm -hmm. somebody could uh, just go, you know, Fitzmagic could go in there for three or four games and make it happen, make a playoff run. So you look at Carson Wentz, and he doesn't have that um, that uh, star um, ability or the swag or the kind of that gravitational force to move a team or push a team. But um, I do think he has the necessary pieces and he can make plays when needed. And without Dak, he's probably really, you know, the third best quarterback. But it's just hard to uh, see. He's, not, he's inconsistent, very inconsistent. A lot yeah. of turnovers. But I hate him. So Who's, I don't the, second? Who's the second best quarterback? Jalen Hurts? Definitely Jalen. Okay, okay. I was gonna say, I was gonna yeah, say, come yeah, on, yeah. boy, some love. Damn. <laughs> nah, <laughs> you gotta give Dak some more games. It would let nah, Dak sure. come back, and if Dak plays trash, and you, you move Jalen Hurts to that spot, right, easy. But right. I think you still give Dak that position, his due diligence in the past. But right, who cares about the NFC East? <laughs> Texas Jaguars. Uh, but Jags is bums. Uh, that's what you say. Uh, the whole game, because that shit was boring. I watched most of that game. <laughs> I bet on part of that game. That game was boring as hell. Six six going into the fourth. With I mean, it was just horrible. Um, I yeah, mean, I'm not sure what Jacksonville's doing with their running backs. Man, I, I hate I'm, this new NFL. Every fucking team is using three, four running backs. Every, yeah. There's no. There's no running back right now getting 20 carries nope. a game anymore. Nobody. So nope. It's very, very hard. I, I picked up both Jacksonville running backs, started both of them. Yeah. I was like, okay, like, yeah, because they're both gonna get touches. No, it's yeah, true. it's so hard to uh to, to figure this new age of football out. But um, I do think Jacksonville, I'm not really sure what it is they're missing, but I do think they have a team that could surprise people if they just be consistent. Yeah, that's the thing is the consistency behind it. I'm like that. That's what really kills me. Another team that that is done that's probably gonna have the number one overall pick is the Panthers. Um, the Panthers, you know, got their doors blown off by the 49ers. I mean, it really was expected. Um, the I Panthers expect fire sale, I would think. Right at this point, you're gonna trade away your best players because at this I point, you're so. gonna probably your draft picks. Yeah, I was gonna say I expect uh, them to continue to fire people, trade people. And just kind of rebuild. I think you got CMC, and because of his injuries, I wouldn't mind trading him. Depending on what you send me, I'm definitely getting rid of DJ. Um, third rounder. So I think they do have assets, and then they can also keep uh, certain young players in skill positions that are, you know, help continue to build. Right. But being that their quarterback situation is a rebuild situation, I think you just rebuild as a team. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I think I think that team is. Uh... You just need to fill it with draft picks. You got to find, you know, your quarterback of the future. None of those quarterbacks on the roster are your quarterback of the future. You know, the guys you got Baker, you know, Baker's obviously he's never been a quarterback number one. I've been saying that. I think I've said that on other podcasts as I've been on. I, I'm big on Baker is not good. Baker continues to show that he's not good, you know, no matter what weapons you put around him. You had Odell. He made Odell look like Odell was washed. Odell goes to L.A. And barring injury, Odell was balling out, you know, so it just continues to show what i've been saying that baker is, is overrated has been overrated and uh yeah i think that's really all you can say on that team um now onto the cowgirls and the rams and the cowboys defense is whew, that was a great game man that defense is they are, they fly around man that defense is crazy yeah and i also think it's something about new energy 
when you have something new to play for, when you kind of like, ah, oh, we already know what Dak gonna do. Right. And Dak was kind of trash before he got injured in the first game anyway. So mm-hmm. it brings new life. I think it's very similar to the uh, Steelers situation minus the wins when you just see the way right. people are stepping up for him, talking about him, even to the point where people are like, man, we might as well let Dak sit into the bye or let him get fully healthy until we lose a game. So I think that's very, very uh, important. But the hardest part about that to me as a coach or a GM or whoever's making that decision is actually making that decision. Right. But I'm going with Dak. I put too much money, put too much trust. And if all else fails, we can always go back to the guy that's just there to replace the guy that we paid all that money for. So yeah. at the end of the day, I think Dallas is in a great situation being in the NFC East. They can do a lot of trials and tribulations um, as far as different skill positions, people that are injured, even with their quarterback. They can give it to Pilot. They can do this, do that. But if you got that defense, that's only, um, that's I believe, they are third scoring defense in the league. They only mm-hmm. um, gave up like 42 points over the five weeks. Uh, so that's basically, nuts. as an offense, all you have to do is score 11 points. That means that the defense is only giving up 10 point two ten point five points a game right. so and they rely on the run game which is which is nice and they, they score the defense game. scores right so. and they rely on the run game so they're going back to the run style you know cooper cooper only had this week cooper rush only had uh i think it was 113 yards passing but they went they went to the run game everything was poundable 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 and play defense, play and, defense. and you know what i'm saying defense if they play good they're only gonna give you half the field anyways so, you know, it, it's really working in their favor. I like what the Cowboys are doing. I ain't going to lie. I was hating on the Cowboys, um, saying their season was over after that first week against Tampa. Boy, was I wrong. Big wrong. But, uh, you know, like still got one loss to Tampa Bay. So, shout out to Tampa Bay for beating them week one. Uh, Dak's coming back. <laughs> and uh, we'll see where that goes with from there. But um, another great game, Cardinals-Eagles. Eagles win by three on a missed field goal at the end. Um, yeah, I think you move Eagles up to the best team in the NFL. Eagles are rolling. I, but the Eagles, again, move. they remind me of the team that the Cardinals were two years ago where the Cardinals went 8-0, and 7-0, and excuse me, before their first loss. And then they I took the land spot. Nah, I think at, that, I think at this point Jalen Hurts is better than what Kyler Murray was two years ago. Yeah, Easily. but I don't think – but I still – when I think of the teams, right, when I think of the NFC teams, I still think of the Eagles as maybe third or fourth best. When it really comes down to playoff yeah. time, playoff go time. So that I means just, you think the Giants are better than the Eagles? No, I think Tampa is better than the Eagles when it comes when it comes to playoff time and this and this full teams go. Full teams are healthy. Full oh, teams. The NFC. I thought I No, no, no. The NFC. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, like when I look at the Eagles, you know, everybody's off the Eagles, just like everybody was off Arizona. Um, but I look at them and I'm like, yeah, I think they're great, and I think what they're doing, they're running through teams as as they should for the most part. Right. But then when I break it down, I'm like, I think Tampa's better. I think the Rams are better. Um, um you know, I honestly think I'm be honest with you, Mo. If San Fran, if San Fran played a smart offensive game where nah, they're not having Jimmy throw them, I'm telling you, man, San Fran defense is just as good as the Eagles defense. They don't score enough points. They don't, and that's what I'm playoffs, saying. You gotta be able to score. That's what I'm saying. Playboy Jimmy gotta play. Smart, Jimmy. Jimmy, you know what I'm saying? You got to play smart, got to do the little things, but I think that team is better than them as well. That's why I say I don't know. You know, I love Jalen Hurts. I'm a big Jalen Hurts supporter since Bama, but I just – I don't know, man. I'm just not sold. What you I'm saying? Not Hurt thing, what you, what you I'm mean? not saying Hurts. Right? Yeah, I think Hurts still got to prove it. I definitely think nah, Hurts I think when you it. have that kind of style 
where you could do a lot of rollouts and mm -hmm. you got um sander you got you got skill players you got speed you got big guys so you like your, your room forever is, is you know starts to dwindle down when you could just throw the ball up to some of these guys that you mm -hmm. have and then obviously they have a great defense to me right so uh coaching would be a big part of um you know to me winning games when it comes down to the eagles i think they you know have what it takes on the field for sure right now shout out to these two last games uh the ba sunday night and monday night the Bengals and ravens uh kind of a slow game again but lamar jackson gets the job done at the end getting both, the teams, both teams struggle terrible coaching mm -hmm. right. decision and kc um, and kc and the raiders the raiders go up 17 what was it 17 nothing and wind up losing the 17 game. nothing i hit my group chat and i told him that kansas city gonna win you and can you tell the betting you know it's crazy when crazy you start it didn't even shift that much. But when you start to um, go up that big, I always say it's kind of not really a gift and a curse, but you would rather not be up 21 in the first half. Right. Because if you don't have that killer instinct at quarterback or a coach, that's like, listen, the first player of the third quarter, we're throwing the hell mad, we're going to be up 28. Then you start to run the ball. You start to punt the ball more. You start to play to run the clock. you basically playing to lose, playing to, lose, to hold the lead. And I think that's easily what happens. But move, the it, last it, thing yeah. that you want is a Pat Mahomes that basically is like, who cares if I throw in since we down by 17? Right, right, right. And that's, there's not many guys like that. Like, when's the last team? Now, Now we can say quarterback. We can say Aaron Rodgers. We can say Patrick Mahomes. We can do all that. But when's the last team that you knew and scared you even when you was up 17 nothing? There has not been a team. Maybe you could go back to the Patriots. You go to the Patriots, um, Brady. And yeah. Brady Moss time. Um, but but even then they were you know what it was with them, they were running through teams, so we never really got to that part with them, you know. Like maybe you could go to the Seahawks with Russell Wilson when he was just out there spinning and running and throwing deep bombs and, and uh, make things happen. You gotta look at that that Atlanta game. I think that yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but, yeah, that's that Super Bowl. That's the greatest comeback ever. Oh, for sure. Because for sure. you think about how hard it is, how much time you can actually waste and how many possessions you need right. to actually cover. So that's what I mean, man. I would rather, I would actually rather win. But no matter how I win, <laughs> the hardest part about winning is sustaining it over that many. Blah blah. Who is hurting for a win right now? Please, <laughs> one and four. Listen, please, <laughs> we got the Dolphins after the Bucks. Mm -hmm. no, I ain't gonna lie, we about to beat the Bucks, man. Come on, man. Bad boy. Yeah, about it. Bad pro prediction. We'll start right. Even score. We'll start it off right now in week six. I'm gonna start running down the games right now in week six. You tell me your winner. Commanders Bears. Who you got? I got uh Washington is home. Uh no, they're not. Bears are home. I got Bears. I got Bears as well. Buccaneers Steelers. I know you got Steelers. I got the Bucks. We're gonna have to link up for this game more on Sunday. Nah, we're, Bucks. we're gonna have to link up for this game. Oh, we can do that, but Bucks gonna win though. All right, but. good. At least at least he's starting to drink the Kool-Aid. All right. It'll be respectable. Oh. It'll be respectable. 49 <laughs> 49ers Falcons. Honestly, the way the Bucks offense is playing, it might. 49ers and Falcons. I think the 49ers win easy. Easy. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I got the Falcons, and I'm going to tell you why. What, what score you got? I mean, I'll tell, you why. The Falcons gonna score. I'll tell you why. I think the Falcons, Deion, them training Deion Jones kind of hurts them, though. I mean, Deion Jones is a good linebacker. Um, I say it's an upset only because Atlanta's home. Atlanta's been key. Uh, Atlanta's played a lot of close games, and I think the score, honestly, as much as you may think, oh, that's crazy. I think the score is seventeen fourteen. I don't think it's a big game. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't think it's a big game. I don't think anybody really gets off. I'm telling you, I don't think anybody. See, really I can see both teams scoring that many points, but right. 
Man, that would the Atlanta gonna have to play some defense. Yeah, nah, Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta show. Forty nine is gonna play some defense, and right. it's Mario. Right. It's Mariota, so it's right. not. You're gonna have to come up with a good scheme against them. That's for sure. But I, I like the upset in that one. Patriots Browns. I got Cleveland. Okay, I got Cleveland as well. They they really need. This I think win. they ball control for four. Yeah, ball control defense and hit that tight end a lot. Game mm-hmm. over. Jets Packers. Who you got? I got the Packers with the bounce back. Yeah, I got the Packers at home with the bounce back as well. I think actually it's a two touchdown game. So if anybody's betting the spread, I would bet that spread. Um, Jaguars, Colts, who you got? I'm going Colts. I feel like the inconsistency here is going to give an opportunity. If I got to take the quarterbacks, I'm taking Matt Ryan out of these two. So I'm going Colts. I'm going Colts at home as well. Vikings, Dolphins, who you got? I got Miami. Miami. I don't like Kirk, man. Even though I I got Kirk, Kirk is a bum. I feel like he's, they should be always. Hey, man. And that, even though they're in first, it should always be Vikings Packers. That's it. 3.30 to and 4 o'clock, Kirk Cousins. I wouldn't take nobody better. 3.30 to 4 o'clock. Give me Kirk Cousins any time of the week. All right. So, um, you took the Vikings. I mean, you took the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Vikings. Bengals, Saints. This should be a good one. I think the Bengals win. Um, I just think the Saints are going to give the Bengals a lot of opportunities. Really? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. I say yeah. that I say that I say the Saints line wins at the end of this game. I say they win by three. Saints win by three, 24-21. I hope they win now to keep the Bengals record low and the Steelers win. Yeah, I know, I know you, I know oh, you we got division wins. We still got hope, baby. The Ravens this, only got this few next wins. game, though, is gonna be exciting because I mean I, I think it's an easy one, but it's gonna be exciting. Giants and Ravens, Ravens home. Who you got? I got the Ravens. This is a- I got the same face you got. This is an easy game to me. I think this will expose the Giants. I think this will be like their first blowout loss, mm-hmm. kind of. Wow, this looks like the old Giants. And I think the Ravens are mad coming off um, that Bills game and then coming off of last week and not really struggling. But to me, they're struggling on offense. Right. So this is a this is a bounce-back, blow-off-the-doors kind of game. The Ravens going to win by Ravens 12, giving six. 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to smoke them. Mm-hmm. What a game for the Rams to get this week. Rams, Panthers. Rams need it. Jesus. And I think it's a blowout. I think the Panthers are just uh playing to get the top pick right now. My thing is, is how many how many catches does Cooper Cup get over under? I'm saying he gets 12 catches. 10 easy. Yeah, yeah. 10 I'm easy. saying 12. So I, I think that's something you also people well, would want to bet. If, I, if I'm on fan doing I have to do same drive catches, I'm picking Cooper Cup every drive. Yes. I mean, Stafford loves throwing it to him. Loves throwing it to him. Um, Cardinals, Seahawks. Taking Geno. I'm going with the Seahawks. I'm taking Geno, too. This one smells a little bit like a little bit of an upset. Arizona giving three. Arizona sucks. Arizona's giving three, though. So, I, I you know, I'm I'm, I'm feeling I it. I think out of respect, but Geno is <laughs> – I love, I love quarterbacks like that. Even though I don't really want them on my team because they're going to have 40 touchdowns and 28 picks. But <laughs> – I just like to watch quarterbacks like that play. He's been going 60 yards in every game. No, nah, he is. No, nah, he just be slinging it. He said, fuck it. I'm not a Jet no more. I'm good. So I, and, I, and I also think, you know, Kyler Murray, he comes in with that damn outfit that he be coming in with. Man, I don't know, man. He saw that green outfit that he wore this week. Yeah, I'm not really into green his fashion with, yeah. before. He had, like, the bell-bottom joint with the – Yeah, he trying, yeah to do, he trying to do the Kyle Kuzma shit, man. It's not he, working. He need to um get back in the lab and we'll get with his throwing coach. Yeah, or nah, he, no, Call of Duty coming out. Come on, you know that. He know Call of Duty coming out. You better stop that. <laughs> um, so Bills Chiefs game of the week. 
Easily. Game of the week. Bills, <sighs> Chiefs. Chiefs home. Give me. If, if I have to pick, I would easily probably go with the Chiefs. But um, I think I'm going to take the Bills with this one. Give me. I think when it. Close game. I don't think the the bounce back effect is going to be here. When you have a close game like this, the Bills can run. Josh Allen can run. They got three running backs that can run. And obviously, they got a top three receiver. So, Moo, did, did you see the video of Patrick Mahomes yelling at? They they had a video of Patrick Mahomes yelling. I'm here. Yeah, I'm him. I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. I mean, I, I, I tell you, I think the Chiefs, they love games like this. Like, it don't matter if they have a bad week. When they play a good team, like they play when they play Tampa, they was ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Then when they play the Raiders, they kind of slag in the beginning, but it's just it's like that little fire. But I think Patrick, I think Patrick Yeah, they do play up to teams. I think sometimes yeah. it's easier to 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 kind of compete that way when you right. see like, ooh, this is another like top quarterback or people right. compare me to this player. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be compared to this player, so I'm about to kick his ass today. So I do think you see that level all the time with Kansas City where They'll lose to the Colts. It's like boring to them. They play the Steelers. We might bust their ass right now. But if they play Tampa, they're going to be ready. (laughs) I'm going to definitely send you that shit. I ain't going to lie. You got to wear that shit when you talking like that. Oh, man. Um, Cowboys, Eagles. Who you got? Cooper Rush? Nah, man. I think Dak coming back. Dak's not back this week. They already ruled him out. They already ruled him out. They rolling with Rush. They rolling with Rush. I think they should roll with Russ, to be honest, and um, I think they should do it until the bye week. If Cowboys um, win this week, three more games. Do you tell Dak no for the season? No, no, no. If mean? Cowboys win this week, do you tell Dak no for the next game? Yeah, you hold him out another week. <laughs> There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell they telling him no. Dak, if Dak is cleared, there Listen, is no way in hell. They I'm gonna be like him. Dakota Ray Prescott. Stay at your crib, my brother. Get fully healthy. And when you feel 100%, get a few more massages and all that, rest up. I don't say massages. You know, Sean Watson going to pop up. The Sean Watson going to pop up like in the mirror. You saw the video? Did you see the video yeah. of the Giants? <laughs> the cat. Yo. Yo. Yo, the cat. Yo, the caption said that Sean Watson would love this scene. That man's booty was out and all that getting rubbed down. That angle was crazy. They should not have put the angle. Yo, up yo, 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 man, that was one of the. <laughs> We're gonna have to find a video posted on a link with this part of the segment. Oh uh, man, yeah, that that video, that video through mine. I had no no pause. I had to look at the video what? like, what am I watching right now? First of all, don't they got a tent? Where was yeah. the tent? <laughs> Even even not even the massage part, but you're not supposed to be standing on the side with your butt cheeks. I'm like, they put a put a towel around my man himself. I'm like, yo, well, he got his butt cheeks out anyway. Yeah. But shout out to that receiver because I just seen that he made that into an NFT. So salute. He about really? to get paid off that. Wow. Yeah, I don't know his All name. Right, Sorry man. about that. Fuck that's the, the great thing about social media. Social salute. media is a lot of bad things, but that's the one thing about social media. Nah, man. that's the funniest shit that wow. I've seen in a long time. That, that's funny is about a week. When somebody said, I'm like, man, he got his, his ass out. Fuck this <laughs> nigga jerking him on, but he's why you got your ass out, man. Yo, that shit was crazy, son. Nah, that was <laughs> last game of this week. Um, Broncos Chargers. Who you got? Give me a winner. Broncos Chargers. Man, I don't know if it's because I have. Oh, I don't know, man. I just want to see Russ do good. I'm gonna I know. I'm tired of people calling him a weenie, man. I'm tired of all that. 
Calling him a weirdo, calling him all that shit. I'm tired of <laughs> you it. Said a weenie. Yeah, they calling him weenies. You got Crowder calling him everything and then saying, but that's somebody I want my daughter to marry. Like, man, I'm tired of it, man. Listen. He seemed like a good dude from far. Leave a man alone. He got a Super Bowl ring. But it's my last week. If he don't um show up, then oh at PSA, Richard Sherman, do me a favor. Stop fucking hating on this man. Every fucking week I see Richard Sherman. Tagging something. He was on Thursday Night Football last week, talking shit the whole game. And That's then how they after the game, but then when he, but then when he shook his hand, he was over there. Hey, how you doing? I don't like that. That's not too many uh, people like that, man. Come on, yeah. Man. Ryan Clark is one of them. But it's not a bad thing. It's just a corny thing because they used to play. He always talk crazy about the Steelers. I understand right. you want to ring, so it's easy to be like, oh, when I was playing, we wasn't no bitch yeah, ass you're talking about yeah, yeah, organization, right? You're not talking about one guy. And right. Russell, Wilson, Russell Wilson did help them. It's not like he's not like he was Brad Johnson. He you know, know that. Yeah, but he want to play like oh. I'm like, bro, just happy, just be happy you got that job on Thursday Night Football, man. Shut up, because he was out there getting flamed in Tampa last year. He was trying to guard all that, nah. bitch, that bitch. Took injuries, made up injuries just to get off the field. Right. That's why I think some of the great uh, cube, uh cornerbacks or that you would consider to be one of the the greats. They like not like knew when to leave, so it's hard. But he was um, not. But let's 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 make something clear here, Mo. That man never left one side of the field. No disrespect. But that's what I mean. So when he's not even he's not even in my top five. But listen, if he retired from Seattle, he would be in your top five. No, the reason yes, no. he would. There's no, no way that you can't put no. them niggas. What it, it goes, Deion Sanders, Darrell Revis, one and two, easily. Deion Sanders, Darrell Revis, one and two. He's not in my top five. He's not. I, I respect corners that actually move on the field. You stop that too. I respect. I, respect J, I would take Jalen Ramsey over him. No. Yeah. Yes. Come I would on, Jalen Ramsey over him. I would take Jalen Ramsey over him. I would take Champ Bailey. Over him. I, would take, Richard I, would take, I would take Champ Bailey over him. Yeah. I would take Champ Bailey over I want, him. I want people that are gonna go across the field, gonna press cover. All the time and not just yo, bro. Listen, man. That, I'm talking that, about now. Man. I would I could put six or seven people in front of him. But if is he, he better than is he better than Namdi? What about Namdi? No, he's not. I don't think he's better than Asante. Um, I can name a few more people, but all I'm saying is that from that era, if you look at those numbers, man, that's that era. That era don't count, man. Because that if he retired, if he retired from Seattle, he would. Uh, it is no doubt to me he would be a top five corner to ever play. Because Not of the great. way they defense, man, he's a part of a, a fucking dynasty type. Where Deion Sanders when I need him? You seen Deion Sanders interview this week? Yeah, my son ready. Who is whack? I swear. I think Prime is 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 Prime is number one. I don't, I don't think that's. But you gotta play any Darrell Reeves though. I don't care. Yeah, man, but whatever. I don't really care too much about Darrell Reeves because he he Go was ahead. like a uh, say something disrespectful about Darrell Reeves. Go ahead. Nah, he was like a. Uh, he was like a receiver that people got yards on. People just point out certain games. Any, any, like people always talk about like Chad Johns about like name a receiver that he shut down. I can show you that same receiver that got yards on him before. No, so it just kind of no, no, you can't. No, you can't. Calvin Johnson has never played well against him. Calvin Johnson has never played well against him. Steve See? Smith has never played well against him. Andre Johnson has never played well against him. We, who's Ran, Steve Smith Ran, Jr.? We don't. We can't yeah, count man. that. That's no, no, Steve Smith. He's Ice never a top. Ice up front. That's Steve Smith. He's never Him. a top receiver. You crazy? Uh, top five. He was a top five. 
Steve Smith was never a top five receiver in the NFL. Don't be disrespectful. Steve Smith was never a top five receiver in the NFL. Even in Carolina. Never. Never a top five receiver. Listen, during that time, I can name five Reclipping this. Because re-putting this and re-having a poll. Steve Smith was never top five. And every point of his career was never top five in the league. T.O. Chad Nelson. Bro, Steve I'm gonna Smith start naming the players when he when he was playing. Going in he era, was never bro. better than him. But he was never better than them ever. Yo, bro, that's that's five ten of real dog. That's all. He was I never better than um Marvin Harrison. Who else would uh, top? He was never Don't better say, than Megatron. Reggie Wayne. That's what you are gonna say, Reggie Wayne? Nah, hell no. <laughs> he was never uh better than um. Bro, he's playing with uh, Jake Delhomme. From Atlanta, he was never better than Julio. He was never better than Rodney White. No, no, no. Roddy White, fuck out of here. He wasn't bad. Come fuck on, man. Here. Julio, all right, but this is time every time. Julio is later on. Get Steve Smith, man. Don't have I miss him. He, I'm saying he was never considered a top five wide receiver in any year he's played in the NFL. Wow, we're we gonna find out. I'm gonna find it. So don't add him to that list. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have this Darrell, nah. Darrell, uh Revis argument Steve Smith. later. And Darrell Reeves, yeah, nah, Darrell Reeves, we're going to talk about a different nah, day. Nah, fuck with him, Reeves. All I'm saying is that he wasn't as shut down as everyone is making it seem. Moo must, I don't know, Moo was on something tonight. You on this he one right there? Moo, you nah, on this? I don't even, I listen. You on that right there. All right, all right, say you got that. some water from Stop. Yeah, yeah, it's a killer in there, because he's talking <laughs> But with that being said. Yeah, let's get on football. Let's get on football. Let's, let's get, get into it. What I'm excited about, and that's the NBA season, because the season is right around the corner. It starts next week. We got some great openers, Lakers and Warriors. Oh, man, I can't wait, man. I you think that's a great opener? Wait, hell yeah. Y'all can Why you think that's a great opener? You can sleep on the Lakers, but I'm not talking about them yet. We're going to go each team. I'm not starting with the Lakers. We're going to start. But, no, listen, why do you what? think that's a great opener? Why? Because Draymond Green, Jordan Poole going to be Toxic as fuck. What about like competition? When you rather see like Golden State and the Nets? No, shit like that. Because the Lakers, Lakers are about to get cooked. The Lakers are competition. Oh, this nigga Lakers are competition. I'm gonna break it down later. Why? But we are back. People are calling us fifth seed, fourth seed, whatever they want to call. Who us. is we? That's fun. We the Lakers right here. Look, <laughs> we the Lakers, man. Because when I lose, when they lose, I lose. That's how I feel. When I win, when they win, I win. That's how I feel, man. So nah, I feel shout you. out to the ride or die. You got all this steel, the steel shit behind you. I know it, shit. You already know. So yeah, let's start off. Let's just start, go through all these thirty teams. We get we get in depth with these teams. Um, first team I want to go with is the Atlanta Hawks. I'll let you start off. What you think about the Atlanta Hawks this year? Where where do you see them? Um, with their with their additions and the subtractions that they made. Um, I don't. Uh, I think it's the same. I don't think they added anything to get over the top. But the hardest part about um Atlanta is is Trey Young, man. He's like somebody that could carry you because he's so streaky. He can score fifty back to back. Um, but he's a defensive liability and um health. Uh, I think that's a a big part of playing that eighty two long um season. And then you got to think about the Knicks got better. Um, Zion is looking crazy. So that uh the Knicks, he said. He said the Knicks. crazy. So, I don't know. They're going to be the play-in team or not in the playoffs at all. You think so? So, you thinking that. All right. So, I'm telling you right now, Atlanta Hawks right off the rip. Um, You added DeJounte Murray. You added um, 
you were able to put Bogdanovich down to the bench. You have um what the fuck? Arguably. You right here? You here? Oh, there you there go. You go. <laughs> so you probably moving around too much. You probably moving like <laughs> Nah, I just everything went blank. I didn't okay, see nothing. Okay, okay. I didn't see you. Sorry. Are you, are you all right now? Talking. Your connection good? You good to go. Yeah. All right, bet. So what I'm saying is now you now you going again. Where'd you go? You still here? All right, there you are. All right, cool. I'm losing you in my ear, but it's all right. You can hear me? Can you hear me? Move. Oh, man, this guy moved. This guy moved. Just made the editing part go crazy. Um, you here? You back? No, it's you. Like, I... It's not me. I'm fine. Well, you I don't kick, know you kicked it... out. Nah, because it's showing... It showed both screens went black, and it's like uh, a little blue thing okay, going no? in and out. That shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go back to my part where I was going to talk about Atlanta. So, DeJounte Murray. Um, You added DeJounte Murray. Move right off the bat. You got better. I don't care what you got to say. You added DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray going to take the load off of Trey Young. Trey Young never had a backcourt mate that could really play. You can say Kevin Herter, but it's it's not the same at all. DeJounte Murray played defense. He played offense. He could be a point guard. He could score the ball. He needs to work on his jump shooting a little bit. But he automatically is better than Kevin Herter by leaps and bounds. You put Bogdanovich now to the bench. Your starting five is, is better. You got Hunter for a full season. You got Clint Capella. This team, as I told on another podcast, this team is a four seed in the East. The Knicks, stop talking about the Knicks. The Knicks are not even going to be 500. You We're said Atlanta is a four seed. Yes. You got the Bucks. Yeah. You got the Heat. And the 76. the Nets. I don't believe the Heat are going to be that good this year. I don't believe the Heat are going to be that good this year. But go ahead. I'm just saying, those are four teams that they would uh-huh. have to be better than. Right. And then I think if you want to really get into it, you got Toronto. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or they could be better than. You got New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know where you oh, New Orleans is the West. I didn't even say. New Orleans is the West. That's the and West. I didn't. I didn't even say the best team, like, on paper to me is Boston. So, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, man. There's a lot of question marks in the East. As much as we thought it was locks, there's a lot of question marks in the East. Boston got Boston got a lot of turmoil Ooh. inside. Nah, listen. Do your inside. East locks. It's going to be bo- – you go, Boston going to be a lot. If you they do locks right lock. now, Boston going to be yeah, a lot. I no. mean, yeah. They you do it. Right. So who are your locks Boston. right now? Boston. Exactly. <laughs> Brooklyn. The 76ers. And one more. And then Atlanta. No, man. Yeah, man. Atlanta. I'm lying. Number five. I'm lying. You know why? Because the Cavaliers. And we're going to get to the Cavaliers soon. I'm not. So, we're going to talk about the Cavaliers soon. The Cavaliers are a team. The Cavs is a top three team. The Cavs are not top three, but they could slide into that four or five. They could play with that shit right there. So four that means you got to, if they four or five, you got them a top 10 team in the league. Yeah. Absolutely. I they think got, on paper. They got all the pieces. They got all the pieces and they play. Yeah, they do. And they got a really crazy backcourt. We're going to get to them soon. But Brooklyn. Let's go to Brooklyn. You got Kevin Durant. You got Kyrie back. You got Simmons, who I don't know if you saw the video. He's not nah, there. And shot the ball sideways. I think I might I see the full video. Him. He made some threes. Stop trying to play my nah, I think Nah, I ain't going to lie. I think I can make more threes in that NBA than he can. But saying that. Nah, for sure. Um, where do you see Brooklyn ceiling, or where do you see them finishing in the uh, in the East? Um, I think their prediction, expectation as a team, as a fan. I'm not a fan. As a fan of, uh, if you're a fan of Brooklyn, Coach GM, you think uh, finals. <clears throat> I believe that that's possible as long as they stay healthy. 
availability for Kyrie is not necessarily health, but uh, it depends on, uh, you know, his focus, his motivation. Hopefully nothing happens during the year where there's a, uh, a crisis or something that he needs to take a <laughs> um take a break to go march or protest somewhere or tell somebody to be free or something I don't know but I feel like uh Brooklyn is a great team and obviously they got the second best player in the world on their team so it's right. it's light work to uh see them as a 60 win team to me as long as they stay healthy they're going to win a lot of games this year the question mark for me with Brooklyn is the big guy. They they don't really have the big guy, the guy who grabs boards. They're gonna rely on Ben Simmons. They're gonna rely, you know, they got a lot of nice, you know, role guys like Royce O'Neal, which is that's a nice little pickup, you know, the the Warrens of the world. And what do you mean by big guy? The big guy, the guy that's gonna get dirty, the guy that's gonna grab all the rebounds. Because at the end of the day, oh, they'll figure that out. They'll grab somebody. When you go up against Milwaukee, that's gonna be a tough. That's gonna be a tough battle. Yeah, I mean, how much talent you got on the offense, Philly. No, nah, there's a lot of teams we can name that. That's what I'm saying. And that's what's like inside-out teams, if you, you know, right. gender. There's a few teams. Right. But but uh, that's, what, that's what that big poison was last year. Not only was uh, Tatum and Brown and them having struggles, you know, especially KD scoring, but they had no chance to rebound nothing against Boston. Boston ate them up when it came to rebounding. So, I, you know, I mean, having Simmons back, obviously, is a big deal, big defender, um, a great passer. Where they're gonna use them? Where they're gonna use them? Yeah, where they're gonna use them on the court? Um, I don't know. We'll, you know, we'll see. Um, but I, there's question marks for me. You know, I think Brooklyn is a top three team. There's still question marks for me. Kyrie, I think Kyrie doesn't leave at all this year. He's playing for money. At the end of the day, he's playing for. A <laughs> I don't contract. think he leave at all. I don't think he's leaving at all this year. <laughs> I don't care what you protesting. He ain't going. He playing for money. Um, so I, I think Brooklyn has a chance to make the finals. Uh, I do root for Brooklyn. Even though I'm not a, I'm not a big. Uh, I used to be a Kyrie fan, but I'm not a big Kyrie fan. You a Laker fan? How you gonna say say you root for Brooklyn? Well, I, I want to play them. To be honest, I want to play them in the no, final. Yeah, I do. No, I you just don't. Get nobody. Don't you front. Know. If you're a, I, 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 listen, anybody, if the Steelers make the Super Bowl, I want to play the Detroit Lions. <laughs> I don't want to play the hardest team. <laughs> you don't. Wow. Yeah, I want to play Brooklyn for real because there's a lot of Brooklyn fans I know, and I would love to shove it in their face with that shit. But I, I think I think they you know I think they think they're a top three team um along with who they played um Boston right so we talk about Boston and Boston just added Malcolm Brogdon Malcolm Brogdon nice pickup low key but very I mean bro they got miles they got uh Malcolm Brogdon for a fucking piece of paper the Lakers offered them Russell Westbrook three first rounders and they said no so the, I think it's just well, because they don't like truthfully because well, that's the difference they got, to they me got brogdon and, and i think that's the difference better yeah i mean you look at what you could, would consider a difference having murray in atlanta i think that or what you aspire that to be is what malcolm will be so mm-hmm. um i think he's a difference man you put him on the championship team and uh, he could play in the fourth quarter he can average 15 to 18 points a season and um i think some players just have that I need to come off the bench factor um, in order to produce. As a starter, he's been well or been good enough. But mm-hmm. if you look at his numbers coming off the bench, he's a beast. And he has to stay healthy as well. He doesn't necessarily stay healthy. I don't know if he's ever played 82 games, to be honest. So I look at uh, uh, Boston to be a young, put-together team that still needs, like, a, who can I – like a not like Carmelo, but they still need like a veteran. Actually, right. Carmelo might be a good fit for them. 
standing in the corner shoot some threes, but they yeah. still need a veteran presence of uh, you know somebody that's been through something, and mm-hmm. I think that's important. I think that was a difference for them this past season is that most of those kids uh, that made the playoffs besides Al Horford they never been through anything. So yeah, but you don't think you don't think more because I really think Udoka made a huge difference for them scheme wise. Um, he ain't there no more. Yeah, so but I'm saying you don't think that's a big loss. You don't think that that deters them? Like, um, you know, shout out to Udoka. He's the Savage of the Month. Shout out to the Savage of the Month clause because that boy was doing the girl that gave his girl the flight plans. Like, I ain't gonna lie, that's some savage shit. Um, I ain't gonna co-sign on it because I don't know what that's like. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to the Savage of the Month. Um, made Udoka for that. Um. Seriously, I think that hurts them big time, though. I really do. I think coaching in NBA hurts them big time. Like, for real. I do. I think it hurts them. Nah, I, I, I agree. Um, I think he's a kind of a cultivating coach. Right. And I think that gives the opportunity for the GM to be the GM as well because they were very much alike. They're more players, coaches, um, right. very smart um, coaches. So I do agree. I'm not even sure who their coach is. I'm not sure if they're gonna hire a coach. They're gonna let some the guy. assistant coach. Listen, some no, they have, they gave they gave the I forget his name, but um Yeah. I don't I, know. I, I, I didn't know. see that. Yeah, they gave him the reins for that. But I, I mean they, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, you gotta you gotta kind of hope that he has that same impact on these players and that they learned. And even if he doesn't, that they use what they got last year and move forward with that. Now, shout out to uh, the ball family for having two brothers uh, on the Charlotte Hornets. Um, I see this team as a fun team, but I see a regression when you don't have miles bridges, who is probably out the NBA for the rest of his career. Yeah, for sure. um, Which was, which he was an excelling talent. Um, Yes, yeah, so I, I I'm just looking at Charlotte. I, I really don't got much to say on Charlotte. You got a Lamelo Ball, you know. You got a, a fun little team. I think they're gonna be a team that winds up being a fire sale at the middle of the year, um, and that's really where I see them. I don't see them maybe a playing team, probably not. You know, they just don't have that secondary scorer. You know, what I'm saying that guy like yeah. like Bruce Michael Jordan team. I don't. This is Michael Jordan. This is just not good at this. Mm-hmm. So I don't consider them to ever. Excuse me, be a good team. Mm-hmm. This is not gonna happen. That's great, that's great analysis on the Hornets. <laughs> this is not gonna happen. I don't see <laughs> nobody wants to go there. I just don't. Right. No, I get it. I mean, it's Charlotte. No, shout out to Charlotte. Um, Chicago Bulls, Lonzo Ball, looking like he's probably gonna be done for the year. Um, what happened to him? Lonzo Ball's had multiple knee injuries, uh, multiple knee surgeries. He still has that pain in the knee. Um, but I thought he came so- back. And then he got injured from the well, same he, surgery. Well, he tried it. He tried to come back. He tried to rehab. He's had setbacks after setbacks after setbacks. So you know he still has pain when he walks up the stairs. Obviously, that's not good. That's Brandon Royish um, type energy. Yeah, Roy, we pray, yeah, we pray that it's not because I, I love Lonzo Ball. I always did. Even when he came out, you know he he's just got a good feel for the game, man. He makes the game easier for people around him. So you know, I think Chicago Bulls are, are pretty status quo. Um, I don't think it's a big leap. I don't. I mean, they may take a little bit of a dip, you know, depending on the Roses play. But I, I think Chicago is pretty much status quo from from last year, being that top sixteen probably in the yeah. East. You no, know? I agree. Top sixteen, uh, mm-hmm. very good defensively, 
and um, they'll they'll base their uh, their I don't want to say their 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 motto for the year of energy and effort and heart and soul of this team kind of Caruso kind of atmosphere, but I think that's the only way to win when you lose um, somebody like Lonzo to me, who is more Jason Kidd that could kind of get everybody involved and in you know any given time he can score as well, right? Play defense, rebound, run the floor. That's a big part of your team that's going to be missing. Right. My only hope um, for the Bulls, because I actually do like them as a team, is just <clears throat> that the other players around just step up. And, and can I they stay healthy? Right, Lonzo Ball is not out for the year. That would right. be crazy. But can they stay healthy, though, is my thing. is Can they stay healthy with, you know, Levine? Can Levine stay healthy? Can Caruso stay healthy? Because they left DeMar DeRozan really to, to play by himself for a good portion of the second half of the year. And it's like, you know, he can't just carry them. I mean, let's be uh, honest. Do would you would do you think they could beat Milwaukee in a seven game series? Absolutely not. I have Milwaukee going right. to the finals. Absolutely. I don't think even at their best, at their healthiest, right? It's still um a team that we would consider to be great. They're right. just a good team. They have good all around players, very humble players. Right. You split those players up individually, put them on uh, contender teams, they're going to win a championship. Right. So I do think that um, those guys take the money and say, like, that's kind of the Joe Johnson effect. Right. Like, I'm going to make all this money and BYM averaging 20, but you're probably never going to consider me a great player. I can go win a championship right now if I'm DeRozan. Right. I can go to Golden State. I go to the Lakers and be a significant part of those teams. Right. And win a chip. Or I could get $250 million, average 25 and and still, you know, have that legacy of an individual. That sounds, that sounds nice too. I ain't gonna lie, but I'll I'll probably try. I'll be chasing a ring, I think. Um, but yeah, I, another team that moved, you know, he was talking about, and, and you looked at me crazy when I said it. But the Cleveland Cavaliers, man, they are a team I will be rooting for on the low. I'm not gonna lie. Without LeBron there, I kind of always rooted for the Cavs. I always like who's that coach? Um, shit, you gonna make me see? So you gonna make me exactly. be real? Don't make me be real thirty. That's why you're not gonna win. Who it is? I see his face. Oh man, that's why you're not gonna win. No, I know his damn face, man. He's a proven coach. I can't remember. But anywho, the team that they had last year was great. Yeah, JB. There it is. JB. Yes, there we go. Who was JB? J- bigger, bigger. Jimmy Butler. No. Oh. <laughs> no, dead. No, JB Bickerstaff. That's what his name is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Proven coach, did well last year, got the right. job done. In my opinion, you got one of the best backcourts in the league. You got Darius Garland, who I proclaim, and everybody says, Pat, you're crazy, has a better offensive game than John Morant because he is. He's gifted on all levels of scoring. Darius Garland, you're going to see him more because now they're going to be probably on more primetime games adding Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Okoro, Mobley, who can play defense. Allen, you got Kevin Love going to the bench. Uh, Robin Lopez, you got Ricky Rubio. Shout out to the Cavaliers, man. I think the Cavaliers are going to do something special. I think it's a team that if you're betting on an every night basis, if the Cavs are playing anybody just somewhat decent, they're going to be one of those teams that runs through teams, man. Like that regular season team that just runs through teams, it's going to be the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm telling you right now. They're going to be hooping for fun. For fun. I think it's a hopeful, it's a joyful, energetic roster when you look at it. But I really do think you're bugging. We're getting down to the um, uh, bottom of that glass. So I understand, but ain't no way in hell you think the Cavs about to be running through teams in the regular season. 
chemistry is important. I think sometimes we get ahead of ourselves as basketball fans because we look at rosters, you look at the Lakers, they had Carl Malone, Gary Payne, they got all these people and everybody think, oh, they about to get busy. 50. They got their ass kicked. Years old when that happened. So, they were 50 years old. I do old. think chemistry is important. And uh, it, it shows when you look at uh, teams that consistently get to those positions. So humble yourself a little bit. But I do think the Cavs, you give them a year or two, and they could keep everyone. Oh, it's a wrap. But so they need a season. They need a season. So you don't think Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell going to be out there cooking folk? No, nah, I'm going to just ignore that. You said that he's better Crazy. than uh, John Moran. You bugging. I didn't say he's better than John Morant. <laughs> what I said was he's a better offensive scorer from three levels of the of the basketball floor. Darius Garland, Darius Garland handle is better than John Morant's handle. He's not a better passer than John Morant. He's not a better high flyer than John Morant. But he is smooth with his game, man. That motherfucker can score at the rim. He can score mid-level. He can shoot three. So I'm going to take somebody like that. Rather than the guy that just dunks on everybody, because eventually dunking on everybody get old, man. And you got to figure out the game, and then you're gonna turn into Russell Westbrook, and you don't want to do that. Shout out to my boy Russell Westbrook, though. I think Jai's a good slasher. That's what he I'm saying. Sh- shoot as well, and his range is underrated. More importantly, there's no more mid range in the NBA, Mo. You know, there's about five players that can shoot the mid range now. I think I think consistently you see those five players show it, but right. Um, I think Bro, if, I think CP three and D and and DeRozan and all those players and Jimmy Butler the spent guys. as much right. right. But if they spent that much time uh, at the three point line, they would be good three point shooters. Oh, it's sure. just all about sure. it's very it's just the consistency of the reps. If you look at Chris Paul, he do the same push through, cross the basket, uh-huh. fade away from the free throw line every fucking game. Shout so, out to my dog. I you gotta think that. about how much he, he works on that shit. So right. I do think what you're saying does uh I guess have some truth to it, but I don't think on offense at all. Uh if they play one on one, I would smoke him. <laughs> so 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 wait, hold on. So you don't think the Cavs are gonna be top five? No, not this season. Oh, we're gonna see. I think they have I think they do have top five potential. They'll have two all stars that kind of okay. year, but okay. Nah. All right, Dallas Mavericks then. Luka, top three in the league. Luka Doncic, in my opinion, top three player in the league. Luka Doncic. What do you see for the Mavs? You think the Mavs just continue to be on there? They added Christian Woods. That's a nice Who are your first two? You got KD and LeBron and then. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. I think that's disrespectful. No, that's it. No, no, no. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I don't got LeBron there. I got LeBron at four. No, I got three. Yeah, I got LeBron at four. Yeah, I'm gonna take Luka Doncic Le- any given night of the no. week. Bro. Yeah, Listen, yeah. Man. I'm Kobe yeah, all day, man. but yeah, man. As long as LeBron is playing, it's LeBron, KD, Giannis. No, no, no. And we're, not, we're not. We're not doing that though. I'm tired. This of guy people. said, yeah, LeBron Listen, LeBron got LeBron still ain't got no fucking dribble, man. But you're not gonna I'm put that. You're not I'm gonna put Luka that. in front of LeBron. I can see if you I put am. KD or you're not gonna put Luka in front take, of LeBron. Hot take. Give me KD. Give me Giannis. Give me Luka. They give me LeBron at four. People ain't gonna agree. They all say I'm smoking. They all he don't know nothing about sports. Yada yada yada. Y'all, uh, wanna, y'all wanna debate me? Come on this show. I will have no problem talking about it. We could go head to head. LeBron just averaged thirty. LeBron averaged thirty. Let me say this loud and clear so everybody can hear. Because I don't know if I'm screaming on the mic. LeBron, let me do the Stephen A. Smith. <clears throat> LeBron averaged thirty. <laughs> 
30 by playing no defense on a bad Lakers squad. Let me tell you who could also average 30. Michael Jordan right now with a stogie in his mouth. No, nah, disrespectful. That's disrespectful. No, it's not disrespectful. There's nobody ever at LeBron's age ever average 30. So that goes to show you. Michael Jordan had what, 27? He was 28? close. Come on, man. But nobody at that age has averaged 30. And LeBron, I'm not talking like 29.7. I'm talking about on his body. Jordan smoked stogies and drank tequila. And at 40 years old, went out, not 40, but you know what I'm saying. Went out there and dropped 30, man. Listen. LeBron James is gifted. He still can't shoot free throws. He's amazing. He's going to go down as the second best of all time. Shout out LeBron James. Yes, so if he's going to be the Shout second best of all time and but he's that alive and well, that means that he's the first best no. now. No, that's not. Was Kobe, the, was Kobe top two when his leg was falling off and his shoulder fell off? No. You think Kobe was not top two ever, you said? No, I said was Kobe top two in the NBA, in the NBA when his shoulder was falling off and his leg fell off? No, no. I mean, he was. He wasn't top two after the 2013 season. LeBron not injured. Exactly. LeBron's had the blessing of never really being hurt. Shout out to LeBron again. There's, there's no. I can't hate on that. But again, you giving me skill for skill. Who I want that night? I want Luka Doncic over LeBron James. Luka Doncic over LeBron James. You would start start a team right now with Luka. Yes, for LeBron. Bro, Luka is crazy. Oh, LeBron, we're talking right now, though. I'm not saying LeBron James or Luka Doncic overall. I'm talking about LeBron that just came off a season averaging third. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because I don't know what? if you're watching them Lakers games. A lot of people was fooled by that shit. Oh, LeBron's no. averaging 30. LeBron was doing nothing but taking the ball and going offensively. He but that's team. that's what you do when your team is trash. You look at the years okay. that the Lakers trash. What was Kobe doing? No, no. Nigga was getting buckets. Every year he the Lakers was trash, Kobe Bryant was hurt. Let's just be real here. That's true. If he was healthy, though, he's getting buckets. Yeah, I mean, Kobe Bryant's one of his best years was last year. He saw his Achilles. Look who LeBron was playing with. Yeah, Same I, mean, thing. I mean, we're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those players were injured that you could say were quality right. players, but right. if you want to compare them to some of the players that Kobe was playing with, there's a lot of Robert Scares out there and Kwame Browns that LeBron was playing with, so the same thing. <laughs> so, you think, so what do you think about Dallas? Are they going up or are they staying the same? I think gonna stay the same. I think uh, they didn't add, unless I, I'm missing it's something. Was, but they didn't add the Rockets. That's what they added. Right. They didn't add anything that would be considered on the same level as Luca. Mm-hmm. So I still think it's Luca's team, and I didn't think they would even be good after trading KP because all of the attention would be on Luca. But mm-hmm. I think when you have LeBron esque kind of player that can just control the floor and his pace is just impeccable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever see him run full speed, but. Yeah, I mean, Mo, shout out Mo Davis. Mo Davis got him better than Chris Paul already. I don't know what the hell Mo talking about, but Mo got him better, better than Chris Paul. Uh, Mo Davis got got Dodge is going down as the best point guard to ever played a game at the end of his career. I don't know what he talking about. Not what? yet, but I don't know what he talking about, but he talking. But uh, shout out to Mo Davis for he's that. Not than Steph. He's not better than CP3. Hey, I already know. Shout out to Mo Davis for that take. We're going to shout him out on the podcast. I don't know what he talking about, but it's all love. Devin, uh, Devin Nuggets. Jamal Murray back. How do you think that helps him or hurts him? I love, I, I love that. I, I you think, think they're going to keep him for the bro. season, trade him? No. Nah, Jamal Murray is back. That team is dangerous. I like them in the West. I think if they yeah, – I think they're back. I played them in the first round, good luck because that team is nice. They're deep. They got talent. Porter's back. 
that that team is that team is gonna be a, a team that again first round. Like say Denver played the Clippers, even though the Clippers are, are are very good, and Clippers probably might could be the top seed in the West. Even if they played the Clippers, I think that would be a great series. I think I go six, if not seven. Yeah, it's a seven game series. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about a Clippers team that is refocused, re-energized. Got you know what I'm saying? So they to me, it. it's like yeah. So it, it's just different. Um, let's let's go to Detroit though. Let's go back to a young team that is gonna be fun. Not gonna probably make a lot of noise, but man, they got a starting five that you're just gonna want to watch. Like, you know, AIV, yeah. Cade, Bagley, Stewart, and you got they just got um Bogdanovich from uh Utah. You know what I'm saying? It's that's a team that's gonna be that's gonna mess up your Paul Lays. I'm telling you, that's gonna mess up your Paul Lays. <laughs> like, that's, that's how I look at them. Yeah, I think they're gonna be a great. Uh, middle of the pack team. They might only win about 40 games, but every game that they win is going to be a significant win as far as maybe hurting another team season or games that they need to win. And then on top of that, when you look at a lot of young players, it's really, I mean, I guess Cunningham would be the best player you probably could sit on any team. But when you start to look around, you know, they have so many young players. You never know who could rise. It's almost like Memphis, right. how, how Bain is getting his opportunity to shine. So you never really know. Um, but it's in store for them. But I do think that uh, you know, they're just out there to to you know get some money. Do they're they do they just have some fun? Good roster, though. They're building a good roster. Top ten sports center type players yeah, would be yeah, up. Yeah. Building a good roster. They got something going there finally in Detroit. Uh, let's get to the real elephant in the room. You know, the guy behind me. You know, the greatest shooter of all time besides me, uh, Steph Curry and the Warriors. But Seriously, you know, there was some crazy incident that happened at practice. Um, I'm not going to say it's a sucker punch because you can't push somebody and turn your head and not expect nothing. You know what I'm saying? You're dealing with Draymond Green. But what do you think that Draymond Green incident and Jordan Poole incident, I know they say that they put it behind them and that Draymond Green is going to be there for game one. Um, We're going to show the incident right here, um, Jordan Poole getting hit. What do you think that does? for the organization? I'm not really sure. Because I know as as a child to... Because, well, if you're looking at this and, and you watch it, I mean, they talking shit. You know, it's just, they talking shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and this is what Draymond Green does. But now you come over, right? He's in his face, and he pushes him. And then he just ducks him, man. Like, like he hit him so hard that he had to catch him as he knew he was hitting him. Right, and I think a part of that is because Draymond also sees him as a child. So when you when you retaliate that way, it's almost like, man, I knew I could like I he knew he could knock him out. Right. But uh I don't really care about that. The the to me, being nobody did anything is the hardest part. So when you're on a team, you don't want people to pick sides, but you also want somebody to defend him as a brother to let the other brother know, like, hey, this shit was dumb as hell or right. Don't ever do this again. So, to me, the lack of uh, physical um, altercation that didn't transpire after mm-hmm. says a lot. But it also um, is basically just up to the to the GMs. You see how there's no player that came out and said that, "Hey, this yeah, needs to a happen." Lot of, a, lot of them a lot of hush hush going on in the locker room. Yeah. So I think when stuff like that happens, and you have a young star. And kind of like a guy that's on his way out, you got to take the young stars back. 
And the only reason why I say that is because that's gonna be my next question. The NBA is a business, right? And if you want people to to be there, fulfill those seats, and you want to keep winning championships, then you uh got to keep that same style of play. And Jordan Poole is a mix of Steph, uh, little Clay, and him. He can shoot very well, play um, with the ball, kind of the way Steph can do a little tricky stuff. So right. I think he is Golden State. If you look at Golden State, I would put him as you know the next. I don't want to say Steph, but he's the next um, shooter. You know, that, that that next energy that right. comes through Golden State right. will be him. Plays or plays. Keep him right. You keep him on the team, and then after the season, you get rid of Draymond. But I do think Draymond's a leader, so it's hard to get rid of leader. So it's mm -hmm. a tough, tough situation. But I do think you allow them to play it out if all the reports are true that everything is cool and Draymond gonna take some time away and let. And like Poole, you know, I guess build his swag back while playing, and he just gonna come back during the season, whatever it is. But that's not the report, Mo. The report is that he's coming back Thursday, tomorrow, and he will be there for the ring ceremony. There's no suspension, right? Now, my thing is, is I don't think yeah, regular, back, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he'll be there start my, the regular season. Yeah, but, yeah. My, but my thing is, I don't think this. You know, certain I'm an optimistic person. Certain things, I most things I look at as. All right, we can figure this out, and we can use this as motivation. This type of shit. I mean, even when you have older players saying, "Yeah, this always happens in in locker rooms," but even this was egregious. Like when you have things like that, and as a young boy, social media world, where he goes, what he does, like ego involved. You know, Draymond. You know, I think Draymond finally is gonna take a step back as far as like personality wise. But right. as he does that, I think that's affecting affects his game because. Draymond is, is a player that you need to live on the edge. He needs to play on the edge. If Ronald Test was not Ronald Test, what would Ronald Test be? He would be right. some bum-ass player, right? I so agree. Draymond Green, you have somebody who needs to live on the edge, and now I think you take the edge off. I think it hurts the Warriors. I, I didn't think the Warriors were going to repeat regardless, but I think it really hurts the Warriors. Not to say that they won't be a team that makes a playoff and make a run, but I think the Warriors that people believed it was going to come out, I don't know. You know, Jordan Poole, you might get a, a a different Jordan Poole as far as energy. But when you talk about something like this, this is tough. This is something that I can't even imagine. You know what I'm saying? L listen, man, it's, um, it's the video is leaked. Everybody sees it. Once people see listen, things, it changes everything. But I'm from where uh, if I see you, I'm fighting you every day. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole thing. Right. right. As, a, as a man, if, we, if I agree, though, and – and I would say personally, I've had experiences where I didn't like somebody in high school or middle school. And as a man, I just had a conversation and agreed to like, it's not that serious. Right. So if Jordan Poole is that, then you got to let that slide. You can't but say Lou, I'm going to be honest with you. Junior high, high school, you didn't have too many followers. You didn't have social media barking down your neck. You ain't have mentions blowing it up. You ain't had bitches that you thought was bad go holler at them and they say, "Didn't you just get knocked out? Get out of my face." Let's just be <laughs> honest. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is not Jordan Poole got son. Let's let's just be honest as we see it. Yeah, but he's he supposed son. to. He like. 20 I mean, he he is supposed to, but at the end of the day, you know that it ain't going. He ain't gonna live it down. I seen. Listen, man, I seen a beautiful move by Jordan Poole last week behind the back. Throws it up one hand. Somebody, and I read the comments. All you read in the comments is Jordan Poole moving different. If only his hands worked as good as his feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm seeing hey. stuff like that. You know, so, you know, I, I just see the Warriors as I think they'll be good, but I think this really hurts them. I don't know if you're the same, but 
tell me if this tell me do you think do you think they could repeat do they have a chance or you think it's over i do think they have a chance to repeat um as long as they stay healthy and to me it's just better chemistry now clay is going to get more basketball court hours mm-hmm. uh jordan claypool is getting more basketball court hours mm-hmm. they stay healthy this team is crazy you have to play defense from you got to guard three people as soon as they cross half court. Right. That's different. Let's run through some of these teams, obviously, that are going to be pretty bottom feeders. So we don't got to go with two in depth. Um, Rockets, um, I think they got a fun team. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think they got a fun team. Jabari Smith, you know, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter. Fun team. Not going to win a lot of games. Going to build for the future. Yeah, they're going to win about 30 games. Right. Yeah. That's that. it. Uh, Indiana Pace the same thing. You would agree, correct? Yeah, but also I do like Pacers management GM. Mm-hmm. Something about them. They can put teams together. They got players that's like, hey, who's this? So they'll sign somebody from overseas somewhere. And you're like, ah, who's that guy? So I don't want to count the Pacers out, but I do think this season they are, they're already tanking. I think so. a lot of teams are going to be tanking for the boys at 7-4 and the boy from the G League at night. Those two guys, I mean – the teams ain't gonna say they tank it, but everybody know they tank it, man. Everybody know that anybody that's not good is gonna be out there, like you know what I'm saying, like. Man, Houston been taken. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but we're going to the next team. Um, we're getting depth with more of these teams. The Clippers. Um, I think this is a possible NBA Finals team. As much as I don't want to say it, that team is deep. John Wall got a lot to prove. John Wall, even if he don't give them crazy third party minutes, he's gonna give them a. Uh, something that they needed, and that's a point guard with the ability to push the ball. As much as Reggie Jackson was good, John was a different type of point guard, and I think that this really will benefit them. Yeah, I, I have um, the L.A. Clippers losing to the Los Angeles Lakers in the semifinals, West Conference Finals. Wow. So I wow, do think I the Clippers is a really – yeah, I think that um, that's something that is needed that. for L.A., but – um, a good, like evenly matched Kawhi versus LeBron matchup. LeBron is good for the LeBron NBA. LeBron I think LeBron it brings Kawhi, Kawhi back to the forefront of being a top ten player. But I mean, we, this is just obvious to me that the Clippers might be one of the best teams in the whole league on paper. So if they can stay healthy, and John Wall, I was looking at the other day. Listen, boy, different. I don't know what they're gonna do with him. They if, if they let him come off the bench. Scary, 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 man. And I think you know, I think at this career, at this point of his career, I think would be willing to do that if that has to be done, right? And yeah, you gotta think of all the money he made. Yep. I don't even know when the last time he played twenty games in the season. Yeah, no, shout out to John Wall. Hey, when he was playing on the Rockets, he was damn near averaging eighteen a game. So shout out to John Wall. They're gonna be good. Play right. They're gonna be real good. Real good. Uh, Memphis. When you talked about Memphis, you think they're going to be exactly what they were last year, correct? Same, yeah. Those teams, uh, they reminds me of Portland. They kind of, no matter who they swap, they're just going to be a stagnant team. Mm-hmm. What about Miami? Uh, I think actually Miami is going to downgrade this year. Me too. I'm not really That's sure probably. why I feel that way, but just mm-hmm. watching some of their games, I think um, Duncan Robinson is a miss. I think uh, I think they got a few misses on their team that maybe over the last few years we thought they would continue to build, but um, to me, uh, they're gonna regress. They're gonna lend. They're gonna lose five to seven, you know, less games than they did last season. Easy. Milwaukee, 
I think Milwaukee goes to the NBA Finals. I think they added the necessary pieces. Serge Ibaka, um, the boy from Utah, um, Ingles. I think those are nice little pieces. And I think if you got a fully healthy team, uh, Chris Middleton, I think they're going to the NBA Finals. I think they beat either the 76ers or the Nets to go to the NBA Finals. Yeah, I got to be a Philly to go to the finals. And like you said, you had that lefty. And I do think at a certain point, he was the best player on the Jazz. So I think if you add Joe mm-hmm. and you give um, Middleton more of the green light, um, I'm not sure if they're going to keep the white boy coming off the bench as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, D, uh, D. Vincenzo, that's his name? Yes. I'm not sure if they're going to keep him, but I just love their team. They remind me of the Clippers. They could be seven to eight deep, but with okay. seven to eight deep um, all-stars or potential all-stars. Right. So I'm not sure um, exactly. I got to see uh, the final roster, see who, who they got. But um, Pat, Connaughton. Really... Pat Connaughton as well. I, I knew it was a white boy. Uh, <laughs> but either way, I like their team. They very, very good chemistry. For sure. They deep. And good coaching. Um, Minnesota, another young team, up and coming, fun. Uh, Anthony Edwards, my guy, I root for him heavy. Um, he takes the next step. This team takes the next step, in my opinion. You added Rudy Gobert, but like, uh, uh, but I think Rudy Gobert next to um Carl Anthony Towns. I think Carl Anthony Towns, you know, he's not a softy, but at the end of the day, you add somebody that's a little bit more beef, pause, a little bit more beef to that lineup. And I think that team um, takes it to the next level. I think Minnesota was fun last year, but I think um, I think Anthony Edwards, man, if he takes that next step, this Minnesota team could get scary. It could get real scary. I yeah, think. I mean, it's going to get scary if, if the way you say it, they could add that beef. But uh, <laughs> if, if Anthony Edwards, to me, um, locks in as a team player, right. it's a wrap. Right. Um, I think this is what the the Lakers need. They need that big man mm-hmm. to help with fouls, mm-hmm. um, give the opportunity for mismatches. So I do think Rudy is going to be probably one of the best additions. Um, when you look at like midseason down the line, you're like, man, what team picked up? Who had mm-hmm. the best offseason accusation? It'll definitely, um, you know, be Rudy. I don't think any other player. Maybe Joe Ingles, but I don't think any other player will have that immediate impact the way that he'll he'll, he'll allow Cat to shoot those threes freely and people won't be telling him, oh, right. take your big ass down. So, so I think it'll, it'll let everybody, you know, be in their space and play the best. Great team for Rudy. It's a great team for Rudy, yeah, team for Rudy man. You know, like I really, I really think it's just a great team. Um. I think that they have a real chance to be a six seed in the, in the West. I really do. I think that they have a six or seven seed. Honestly, I think that they're going to make some real noise if the players stay healthy because they really got a good team. They're role players. They're not big-name role players, but those players know their role, and they played it well. Um, I'm going to rattle off some some teams, Moo, um, teams that kind of going to probably be stagnant but are going to be teams that at least give you something. San Antonio Spurs, Sacramento Kings, um, Orlando Magic, Oklahoma City due to the injuries. I like um, Orlando. Utah. Yeah, we're going to get to Orlando. Utah and Washington. I would say those teams are about the bottom of the barrel um, teams. You know what I'm saying? Like Orlando, out of out of everything you said, mm-hmm. Orlando is definitely – Orlando, I think, would definitely be my favorite out of the bunch to talk about. Um, the rest of those teams really seem status quo. 
as far as like who's gonna be looking to get that the young boy from France, you know? Right, but I also think some of those teams you look at to they're going to be good. Um, they have players on their team that if they play good enough, they'll get traded to a contender. But right, and that's the process, right? I do right. think that Orlando is um a year or two just away. I don't mm -hmm. think they have to make too many more trades. They gotta let those young boys play, mm -hmm. let them stay healthy, build some chemistry. But I like I was watching the preseason game the other day, but I was like, man, I forgot they had this person and that person. Right. So I do think um Orlando they got a lot of talent, but it's like it's like mismatch talent, like you got scattered, you know, it's scattered, and that yeah, it's like how is it gonna mesh? But it's talent, you know. They got Bamba, they got um Bobo, they got guys like that, and it's like how's it gonna work? You know what I'm saying? But it's they got some it's, shooters, yeah, right? I like it Orlando. It's it's interesting team. Phoenix Suns, um, DeAndre Ayton, you know, came back. Um, they matched the offer. You know, he's not really close to his coach anymore. What do you see, Phoenix? Phoenix has been a team that has been if not there, close um, the past two years. So do you see Phoenix as the same team, or do you see the regression and not really the end res end all resolve as they've had? I think they'll be the same or, re or a little more regress. I feel like a team like that is a Malcolm Brogdon player away. Mm -hmm. Now, the only reason why I say that is because I think Payne and all those players off the bench, they're very much the same players. Mm -hmm. So there's not, a, there's not necessarily a switch. And I do think um, uh, re-signing a player on your team that doesn't necessarily want to be on your team mm -hmm. is almost like if we're winning, then it's good. But if it's not, it's going to be bad. But question now. So they got Jake Crowder, who I think Jake Crowder is a bum. But they got Jake Crowder on their team, and they're willing to trade him. Now, I heard there's a report. Obviously, it's just a report. But you trade him for Jordan Clarkson. I think a Jordan Clarkson on that team is it's nice. Good is a nice little addition because... I do think so. But yeah. he's the same as pain in them to me. Just instant... Like, when right. I think of players coming off the bench, you have to just be more than instant buckets. And those are all players that are instant buckets. But I do see... Oh, if I can mute your mic right now, I would. You did not just call Mr. Payne an instant bucket. No, you didn't. What? No, you didn't, man. You ain't been... What? No, you didn't call Cameron Payne an instant bucket. From the Suns? That man is instant ugly. That's all he is. He hasn't been uh, instant on, ugly in his life. Oh, uh, you bugging. You hating. Something must have happened. The best part of his... DM one of your joints or something. Because <laughs> that boy get bit. What are you <laughs> talking about? That boy got lefty? Uh, that boy get busy. The best part of Cameron Payne's career has been the dance moves they do with Russell Westbrook. Oh, uh, man. You hear right. that shit, man. Like, like LeBron said, stay humble, young man. Stay humble. He was almost out the why you? Why did LeBron say that? Because he was talking his shit. Because he was he cooking them niggas. <laughs> it was easy to cook that team, right? Anybody he was cooking them that. niggas, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Cameron Payne no damn instant bucket like Jordan Clarkson. You put Cameron Payne and Jordan Clarkson on the same same floor, Jordan Clarkson wiping him up. Real talk. I'll take Jordan what? Clarkson. I'll take Jordan Clarkson any day. Cameron Payne can't even use his right hand. I'll oh, take him any day. He any day. Oh, man, this is crazy. 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 Yo, you just hating it. You hating. Or just say you ain't watch the Suns. Oh, I watch the Suns. Trust me. And ain't no way you what? Oh, I watch the Suns. There's games where he was the leading scorer. He's been he's been a much better player than what he was when he was in OKC. But Cameron Payne ain't no motherfucking bucket. When I look at somebody like Cameron Payne, he ain't no bucket. He's as ugly as I am, 
and he ain't no motherfucking bucket. Listen, Let me man, tell you, you no way, no way, man, you hate. So you think what? So you think Suns are Western Conference Finals? No, um, the only reason why I say that is because when when you have a great leader like Chris Paul, mm-hmm. and that doesn't it doesn't uh, trickle up to the higher ups, and then you have the issues that you have with Aiton, and then you basically mm-hmm. just signed him. Um, to me, to be petty because you could have let him go, but right. you signed him just because you have the opportunity to, and then he's young, he's going to take the money, and then he has a great leader. So I do think chemistry, uh, being happy where you are. Overall, as a young player, all of those things um, play a part in your comfortability, your psyche. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't necessarily look at, look at him to be a tough player. Mm-hmm. He looks very mild mannered, very nice guy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's a great guy, but he just doesn't seem like someone. Um, you know, no matter the drama around him, he can persevere. So I do think you know players like that they have to be in perfect situations. And I do think that uh, my guy CP3 helps that situation. But if you're not going to talk to the coach and the GM and the owner, right. then it's like, well, know, the owner, the owner's gone. The owner about to sell that damn team. Yeah, yeah, don't talk to him. My bad. Fuck that. <laughs> what about now another team in the West that I truly love? You know, Bi, a big fan of Brandon Ingram. Um, the Pelicans, right? The Pelicans, man. I think Zion Williamson. Mark my words. You could clip this also. Could be a hot take, but I think Zion Williamson finishes third in the MVP voting this year. I really do. I I think you know. I think Young Boy is gonna do some real special things. Um, I think CJ there. I think Zion there. I think Bi there with the young cast that they got. I'm not gonna say that they're gonna do you know four C, fifth C work. Not Are you saying, saying that. that based off of popularity or that no, no, no? I really think Zion. No, I really think he's going to produce like an MVP, man. I think his numbers before he got hurt were incredible. Shaq-type um, statistics from inside and near the rim. And I just think, man, he looks he looks healthy. If he stays healthy, I think a healthy Zion is one of the most dangerous plays in the league, man, because he's able to do so many things. And the kid's talented. Like, he's I been agree. talented. You know what I'm saying? So I think – he finishes third in the MVP voting, but I, I really think going forward, this is this is the cat that people once this, you know, he got a contract extension, but once that contract extension run out, they lining up. Oh they yeah, he's gonna get whatever bag as long as he likes. Get mm-hmm. And what the, the best part about it that I like is that he's freaky. He's like a oh wait, Paul. <laughs> but he's like a uh 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 like I don't know, even the way he runs is kind of like, like how he run like that or jump, like everything he does is like, it's just abnormal. So that's what I mean by freaky. Paul, <laughs> he said the best thing I love about him is that he's freaky and just stop talking. <laughs> yeah, it did sound crazy. Huh? I did. Yeah, I did that sound crazy. I was like, wait, what? No, but I think that I think that Zion and the Pelicans, I think they have a, a nice chance to make a, a little noise and to give us as fans like something to watch. Like to watch them on like you know a Wednesday night, Thursday night against a team that like a Lakers or a team that could be hot, man. They like they they can give a team run for their money. I don't think playoffs wise seven game series, that's different. But I think right. regular season it's gonna be fun, man. They're they're a fun team to look forward to and, and, and really watch. Um, we're getting to the East now, 76ers. I got a 76ers losing to actually Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, 
What do you think the 76ers with all their moves, you know, adding um all those players that they added? What do you think? And with James Harden, quote unquote, being in the best shape that he's been in, what do you think is the ceiling? And what do you really think 76ers do? I think they're going to be a 50 win, 52 win team, make the playoffs. And I don't see um anything that gets them over the hump. So you don't think they're going to win 60 games? Nah. Really? Because both of those players are not going to play. Uh, Joel Embiid is not going to play 80 games. Think they're going to low, think they're gonna low manage yeah. them? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. It's hard because there's no other other uh, like LeBron. When you look at LeBron, mm-hmm. when you're just that good, you have that much of a usage rate. Like how mm-hmm. do you how do you replace that? Mm-hmm. So you don't. So they if they're if they're healthy, they're gonna play every freaking game. So I think that um, team is talented though, man. Sixes they got a lot of talent, man. PJ Tucker does stuff like that. Like, you know, the pick and roll with PJ Tucker in a corner with Embiid. I think that's that's dangerous. They have two players on their team that historically just don't play a lot of games. So right. But big my biggest thing is this. So, like, my biggest thing with that team is you know, they got Maxi and they got all those players. If Tobias and James Harden, in my, you know, watching them last year, they had no chemistry. If they somehow find chemistry, we've seen Tobias, he can get to a point where he could drop 20, 22 a game. Obviously, that's not what they're asking for in Philly, right? But if Tobias could be the player that they really figure out how to use him with James Harden being the ball can being the ball handler, I think that is what will make them scarier because without him last year, yeah, James Harden didn't show up in the playoffs, but they were still a good team. Tobias Harris was kind of lost in the sauce, like, all right, I'm going to get the ball, now. I'm going to try to dribble and score. If you watch the games, he's trying to dribble, score, and it's it's not routine. Like, Moo, you play basketball, you know. If you're not in a, in a routine or you're not in rhythm, you're not going to be the factor that you were if you had rhythm. You know, with Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris was able to be the second option. We know he's not the second option no more. You know James Harden is that. So what do you think so his my, role is on this team right now? Third option. Third and possibly even fourth because of how Maxi has played, right? So well, what do you think his role is as far as, like, is, do you think he's just there to right, stand in the corner and, and see And that's Tobias's game. Like, Tobias can really score that mid-range. And I, that's my thing is where does Doc get the – where does Doc get the roles to – Fit together, and that's my biggest thing. It's a good, it's a good problem to have, right? Like it's a great problem to have. Um, but Doc has really got to figure that out, and I think that's the major key to this season is figuring out where Tobias fits in. Because if he doesn't trade his ass and get value, now that was going to be my next question. Do you think that they have anybody on their team that gives them trade value, um, to possibly get that to get that next player if they? Because he does have um top salary, right? But uh, Tobias top, uh, NBA you. contract, excuse me. So I do believe that that should be something that they should look to do, because when you have those, when you have a two alpha players, you, that third player has to be an alpha as well. My thing is this: Tobias could get you two or three shooters, two shooters at least. Even if they're not Tobias's level, he could get you two catch and shoot. Do players. they still have Danny Green? Still, no, Danny Green got traded. Danny Green was traded. I forget. 
but he was trading on a sign and trade. But Danny Green also remember tore his ACL, so he's probably right, so that's, that's kind of crazy. That my, 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 my thing is this you know, they got the I forget the name the boy's name, but the white boy that looked like a gym teacher, he's still on that team. Um, I forget his name, but uh, yeah, like people like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I forget his name, uh, started with an F, I think. I forgot though, but yeah. COVID bring, but yeah, um, they really got a they got a team that if they trade Tobias Harris, I don't think they should, but if they do, they can get two shooters. And I think, like I said, I think 76 is our top four team in the East. And you know, we'll see. Really, really, really from there, what what they could do. Now I left two teams. Cause for, for the people that watch the podcast, I left two teams heavy. One being the Knicks. So we're gonna start with the Knicks right now. Where's the Knicks um on your on your hit list? Where where do you see them? The Knicks have a mid three. So I don't really look at uh RJ, mm-hmm. Jalen. I don't I don't know. I guess to call him Julius Randle. I, do mm-hmm. they got nicknames? Mm-hmm. But that's how I know they trash. Mm-hmm. They don't got no nicknames. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to look at the Knicks and say progression. It's just, I don't know. I guess living in New York and understanding how people who look at the Knicks, you just, it's always overrated. It's right. like, uh, like they suck. I don't care that they have this new person. He was a backup. Right. He played good and he got a contract. That's what happens when you play good. Now, I heard yeah. you earlier say the Knicks are going to do, they're going to be over 500. You really believe that? Yeah. 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 Where where you see that? Because um, you this think is the thing makes that much of a difference. Well, this is the thing you have to to consider when when you look at basketball. When your team is consistently a middle of the pack team and nothing has changed, that's just where you're going to stay. So they built a lot of chemistry with those players. The only player that I think they should get rid of is Evan Fournier. Fournier, pardon. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but other than that. That's a that's a chemistry driven uh, basketball team, so I think as long as you keep those players to get players together, and um, you know you get keep that scoring off the bench, it's good money. So you so you think that Julius Rand? So listen, I think truthfully, um, not a Knicks fan. Obviously, I watched I watched enough of their games, but I think the Knicks should really take this motto and really take this idea. That, listen, Knicks. Fans, I don't care really what they got to say to me when it comes to this shit. They're not going nowhere this year. With Brunson, right. they're not going nowhere this year. They got, you know, a nice little point guard. Brunson is good enough. Um, They should let Obi Toppin play. Get Obi Toppin's full potential out. Get rid of Julius Randle. If you can't get rid of Julius Randle, Julius Randle is what Julius Randle is. He's a right. player that can't use his right hand. If he does, he's doing a step back. We know what he's going to do. Um... R.J. Barrett was the same way. He started to figure out his right hand a little bit more. Still needs to figure out that right hand. Play, people that plays that can't use both hands kills me. But whatever, they professionals. You're not going anywhere, Knicks fans. You're not going anywhere, Knicks. Your front office is dog shit, right? You can't go on this Leon Rose, Leon Rose thing. Fine, cool. A lot of people don't want to play for the Knicks, clearly, because KD and Kyrie picked somebody else. Clearly. They picked you over somebody else. Now y'all scorned over that. Whatever the case may be, you ain't had a chance to get Donovan Mitchell. You didn't get Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I don't think people want to go there. That's all. You didn't get Donovan exactly. That so much money is spent on Jalen Brunson. Right. So. so you didn't get Donovan Mitchell. 
My point is this: bench Julius Randle, trade Julius Randle, try to figure out Julius Randle's position. Don't let OB play. Let OB play. And you're not gonna get much more. OB is dookie. I know he is. Listen, I already know. But you might, as well, but you might as well let him run. Nah, it's a little disrespectful. But you might as well let him. You might as well let him run through the ringer. You know what I'm saying? At this point, let him run through the ringer, and that's it. Like. <laughs> Knicks fans, listen, I got the Knicks winning 35 games. That's it. I don't think any more than 35 games. And that's um, that's generous. But, yeah, I give them about 36, 37. Right. They're going to be about 40. Yeah, the most they're going to have is 41 wins. You're right. So I say 35 over under. I might even say the under on that. It's no disrespect, but that's just nothing on the roster that really shakes me up to say, yeah, you guys did a lot better. Brunson is the East got better. Brunson was overpaid, in my opinion. And I mean, I'm sure people are going to say the next team that I'm about to talk about, the Los Angeles Lakers, that we got an overpaid point guard on our team. But I'm not going to say that because I'm not going to go there with that. Um, Mo, what do you think about the Lakers and where did the Lakers end up at the end of the season? Uh, coaching and LeBron is important. This is the thing that we all know about LeBron is that he can take some pieces that might not look like they fit and make it fit. Mm-hmm. The hardest part about the off seasons when he couldn't is coaching in question. Does he have the leeway? Is Ty Lue really making the calls? Is mm-hmm. this person? So to me, when coaching wasn't in question, LeBron had great seasons. Right. When the coaching is in question and people are saying, oh, LeBron picked this player and this player, right. or LeBron's going to get Vogel fired, it's hard. So I do think having um, a black coach is very important with LeBron. And I don't think it's uh, – uh, like a public external thing. I just think it's an underlining thing. He just prefers to play for black coaches. I think historically he plays better for black coaches. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, the uh, hardest part about the Lakers is that they have pieces and players that are like, God damn, they suck. Or like, damn, y'all still got this player. Mm-hmm. So the only question mark that could be a great question mark is Kendrick Nunn. But other than that, <clears throat> we kind of know what the Lakers are. They're going to be a LeBron James, Anthony Davis-driven team. I do think that um, the white boy is going to be very good for them because of discipline. I think white players appreciate um, roles more than black uh-huh. players. So uh-huh. it'll be easier for him to fill in some slots. He won't uh-huh. do any hero things, uh-huh. things of that nature. So I do think the Lakers <clears> – <throat> Struggle in the regular season, mm-hmm. have a great postseason. Not postseason, they have a great playoffs. So I'm gonna say this, boy, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get your words out because once I get my words out, I ain't going back on this. So you got anything else? You got on the Lakers shirt? Yeah, I got on the Lakers shirt. You know because we here for this, and I got on the 2001, you know, championship where. Nah, I ain't saying about that. That, that, that fire right there. So, so my thing is this. Let me let me let me just spit it to you like this. I want all my receipts. I want everything. When the Lakers go on to win the championship this year, right? Don't call it the wine. Don't call it you crazy. Don't say you on crack. Don't do none of that, right? When the Lakers win the championship this year, I want all my apologies. When Russell Westbrook is still on the roster, I want all my apologies. Let me explain something to you. The Laker roster is not as bad as you think. We're a defensive-minded team this year. Kendrick Nunn is the wild card. Austin Reeves is the wild card. We don't need to trade Russell Westbrook for Miles Turner and Buddy Hill because they don't make us that much better. I disagree. 
You could disagree. Michael Wilbon could disagree. Stephen A. Smith could disagree. <laughs> I don't really care who disagrees. At the end of the day, you got a person in Russell Westbrook who has been the low of the low, and I'm happy that he went through it. Because now, the dog that you about to That's see racist. in Russell Westbrook. <laughs> what? <laughs> the dog you about to see in Russell Westbrook is going to be something different. The team that is being built is going to be something different. God willing, I say this based on injury, right? I, I say this based on hopefully nobody gets hurt. The Lakers will be the fourth seed in the West, and I think they will knock off the teams once playoff time comes. Anthony Davis, if healthy, changes. Name the three teams ahead of them. The Clippers. Yeah. Um, This guy's in the fourth team? Yeah, the fourth team. Yeah, the Clippers. Uh, yeah. I can see Denver being ahead of them. I really can. I can see Denver being ahead of them. Um, man, I'm trying to think of all the West teams. The Suns, I can see being ahead of them. Um, man, easily, easily, man, they'd be a four seed. I'm not gonna lie, they'd be a four seed because it's gonna be. I'm just going based on the fact that LeBron and AD probably not gonna play. You know, certain amount of games, but I'm 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 praying that they get the four seed and they get in with a healthy team. I think they get in with a healthy team. I think it could get serious. I think Devin Ham, as much as people are gonna hate, you know, Frank Vogel did his yeah. thing. And shout out to Frank Vogel for winning the championship, helping win the championship for the Lakers with a defensive minded team. I think Schroeder, I think Patrick Beverly is the best thing. I was I'm not a big Patrick Beverly guy. Everybody that knows me knows I did not like the move, but as the move has went on. I think Patrick Beverly is the best thing that ever happened to Russell Westbrook. I'm not going to let you slide with that because you said that Luka right now is better than LeBron. Then you yeah, didn't yeah. put no. Dallas to be no. better than no. the Lakers. Because, because Kobe Bryant was the best player in the league and the Lakers were seven seed going against Phoenix. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sit here and act like my wall. <laughs> Kobe Bryant was easily the best player in the league and he was a seven seed. So I'm not going to say that. You know what I'm saying? But. What I'm saying is I think Patrick Beverly lights that fire and gives that confidence to Russell Westbrook that, you know what, fuck these motherfucking haters, man. Like, you are underdogs, so what? And I think Russell Westbrook didn't have that last year. There was nobody on the Lakers that was willing to take him under the wing and say, you know, not that he needs it, but he does. Like, somebody say, hey, bro, just go hoop. Like, LeBron, as much as they may say it in the media, they're not feeling that. And they're not. The body language is not that. Patrick Beverly crazy enough to be like, Yo, Russ, you shot over 20. Yo, go shoot 20 more threes. Like, go ahead and be confident. So I think that those things are big players and people's confidence. And I think at the end of the day, I think the Lakers are a real team to be reckoned with. People are going to say you a Laker homer, which I am. But they're going to say you're a Laker homer. But I, I, I agree. It's not think, early. I think you, people are going to – you're going to hear the talks about all oh, this and that, and I think they just turn mm-hmm. it around. But mm-hmm. because of that, um, like – I would always, I'd rather have two Ron Ortez on my team than play against them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, uh, crazy players, they gel on a right. different level of understanding. And um, to me, historically, when you look at crazy players on teams, mm-hmm. they are our best friends. You look at um, right. Steven Jackson and Ron Ortez, uh, Matt all. Barnes. He that and, crazy uh, guy. Right, right. So the crazy guys or the tough guys or however you want to classify them in the NBA, they usually um, – stick to other, you know, tough, crazy guys mm-hmm. um, as well. When you look at the Pistons, they had Rasheed and they had Ben Wallace. So right. having two crazy motherfuckers on your team is not a bad thing. 
that's a fact. So, move before we get out of here, right? We went through all these teams. It's a great episode. That's gonna once we get through the season, it's gonna be a lot of shit to talk about. Who you got in the finals? Who you got winning? Give me your finals and give me who. I'm uh, taking the Bucks to win the finals. I got the Lakers and the Bucks in the NBA finals, but I'm Ooh, taking got the Lakers too. Okay. I'm taking the Bucks. People gonna yeah, call like I said, I think the Lakers. Stop watching the podcast. Nah, 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 the Lakers gonna make a a, a great. A great, great push. I think the Clippers kind of lead the regular season as the best team in the West, but mm-hmm. they just don't have what it takes to uh, finish off the season. But I think the Lakers is just a, a season. They're, they're made for the playoffs. They're not made for um, the regular season. You know, the guys that they have will be battle tested. You know, ready for each and every minute of a playoff game. I got the Lakers beating Milwaukee. I really would love to see the Lakers. You play got Milwaukee too, or are you just basing that off of what I just said? No, no, no. I'm basing off what I said earlier in the show. Oh, I got Milwaukee right. going to the finals. going to pick Philly. No, no, no. I got Milwaukee beating Philly. I would love to see the Lakers and Nets, but I got Milwaukee and the Lakers, and I got the Lakers winning. Uh, I don't think Anthony Davis dominates, but I think that the Lakers uh, role players, as you will see throughout the season, um, really step up. Um, and I think it will be a seven-game series. I don't think I, – I think it's seven <sighs> games in Milwaukee, and I think this is LeBron's last ring um, tying Kobe Bryant, the late, great Kobe Bryant. Also, I want to say if anybody has not seen the Redeem team, I know this ain't a shout-out show, and we don't got no promos, but if anybody ain't seen the documentary about the Redeem team, man, go watch that shit. If you're a Kobe fan, That's you might cry. Yeah, you might cry. I ain't going to lie. There's a lot of great sentimental stuff in there, but – Man, yeah, I think this season is going to be fun. Mo, I know you're excited. We got a lot of shit to talk about. Your football season is over already, but it's okay. We still love yeah. you, and it's all good. Football season over. Um, <laughs> I was watching – I watched a lot of Joe Johnson on the big three. That's oh, my, my God. So oh, basketball my God. is back, baby. No, but no wonder. We <laughs> we beating the Bucks, and then we got the Dolphins. So, by the time we hit the bye week, the Steelers, we're going to be up, baby. Nah. Don't worry about it. We got some hope. My son KP about to get this thing rocking. Hey, can he pick it? This is Culture Shop Podcast Sports Edition. We out of here. We appreciate y'all. See y'all next time. Yes, sir. <laughs> Los, come back, nigga. <laughs> Los got Yo, um, to do. <laughs> I'm very curious to see how that uh that wasn't name went because I, I hope it wasn't um just me to be honest because on my screen both screens went black like pitch black. Nah, we good. Now, I know Los could probably edit and that shit make yeah. it work, but um uh, also um what was I gonna say? Uh this is my last Wednesday uh getting off work at nine, so I should be I bet, yeah. Nah, I should be ready by like eight fifteen the latest. I bet. Now. Nah, we good. I got to go up. right now, though, because I got, you know, I got a shorty coming over, so I got to, you know, got slings. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going down, you know what I'm saying? About to watch these balls and get crazy. <laughs> I like the camera. Yeah, hell yeah. But, yeah, Mood, let me know. Definitely. Um, nah, we in there. I definitely, uh, I'm going to uh, probably hit up uh, Carissa. She's in the UK, so bro, probably like Monday you. or Tuesday. Yo, and then, you, know, you speak, you have your thing on, right? Bro, your, your girl not gonna be tight that week because I got some joints coming on on that episode. Nah, I, uh, I wish you should have. Um, how many? I got like three. 
Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I, I was about to say. I think it should be one more than us. Bro, but got, if you didn't have another one, I could just easily. Nah, and I got some good joints. Like, it's you seen the one that Jamel Herring was there? Jamel Herring was Jamel Herring was with. I got her on it. His wife? No, 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 no. This is some random shorty. I don't what? think it's his wife. I hope it's not his wife. Man, listen, I don't know who you talking about. I hope not. <laughs> Yo, you know, 